Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst for Money Markets, here with your latest Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, I want to make note that uh, if, uh, if you are checking out our website, moneymarkets.com uh, every day, uh, make sure you're doing that to get safe and profitable information. Also, uh, just to let you know that Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, uh, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, myself, the rest of the team, we work very hard to make sure that we're able to provide you with that safe and uh, profitable investment information each and every day. So make sure you head over to moneymarkets.com and sign up for our free daily e-letter. So it comes out seven days a week. Uh, we very rarely even take holidays off. So every day you get that safe and profitable information delivered to you in your email inbox for free. Also want to make sure that if you are being hampered by uh, the latest bout of winter storms that's uh, hitting most of the country, make sure you're being safe. Uh, I, I know what it's like to, to, to be in very tough winter weather as a kid growing up. Uh, it's not fun. Uh, so if you, uh, if you are in the midst of uh, any of those uh, storms or ice or snow or anything like that, make sure you're being very, very careful. Now, I'm going to move on with today's podcast. Today, I'm going to tell you about a trend in information technology uh, and using Adam's six-factor green zone ranking system, I've actually found an IT company uh, poised to beat the broader market by at least three times over the next 12 months. But first, I want to start with a little bit of background. Now, before I joined Adam and the team here at Money and Markets, um, I was the editor of a business publication based in the upstate of South Carolina. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically the upper corner that borders with Georgia. They call, they call that the upstate. There's three, there's three regions of South Carolina. There's the upstate, the Midlands, and the low country. And it just segments the state just like that. I was in the upstate. And one of the first businesses that I really got to dig into was BMW Manufacturing Company and its plant located in Spartanburg. Um, it is the only manufacturing facility uh, for the Munich-based auto manufacturer in the United States. Uh, the plant turns out all the X-series SUVs that you see on the road today. So X2s, X3s, X4s, X5s, all the way up to the new X7s and even some of the hybrids. M most, if not all of those, are actually generated out of plant Spartanburg in the upstate of South Carolina. When I first visited the plant, I was, I was in awestruck. Uh, I was just enamored with what I saw. It's a huge facility. I expected to see thousands upon thousands of workers on assembly lines, putting vehicles together piece by piece, but that's really not what I saw at all. It wasn't even close. Instead, I saw a few workers on a line uh, that would work in tandem with robots, and, and those line workers all had tablets or laptops, managing everything from where the robots go to how they move to even how fast the line moves, how fast each vehicle moves in the line. It was fascinating. So I asked the then CEO of BMW Manufacturing at the time, why are there so few, few employees on this particular floor? Bear in mind, the facility employs 11,000 working three shifts over 7 million square feet uh, on its campus in Spartanburg. And so I asked him, I said, you know, why are there so few employees? How are you able to get all this done? Uh, and he, he said, it's simple. Uh, we use technology to cut down on things like cycle time, employee downtime, and errors across the entire line. And it seemed like a kind of a PR answer at the time. I kind of look at that and go, wow, that's really good boilerplate. But ultimately, it kind of made sense. In fact, it made a lot of sense. They use software and hardware to make their operations run seamlessly. And it must work because the plant turns out about 1,500 vehicles a day. A day. This is a plant that has the capacity to, to generate, to produce about 450,000 vehicles in one year. 
they are the largest exporter of automobiles in the United States. So just put all that in perspective. And they do all that with 11,000 employees working side by side with robots and using hardware and software to make their operations run seamless. So you see, you have to think about this. More and more businesses are turning to information technology companies to do what BMW manufacturing is doing. Optimize their business performance using modern technology. Worldwide information technology spending is expected to jump about 54% from about 2.65 trillion to in 2005 to 4.1 trillion in 2022. Global IT spending took a bit of a hit in 2020. That's mainly due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, and if, but if not for that, I think that $4.1 trillion figure estimated for 2022 would be a lot higher because we'd start seeing, you'd see more of a, you, would have a, you wouldn't have a rebound to worry about. You just have a, 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 an uptrend momentum in IT spending. Now using Adam's system, I found an information technology play that offers exactly what companies like BMW use to optimize performance on the factory floor. And they do so much more than that. Um, it's a stock that we expect to beat the broader market by at least three times over the next 12 months. It's called Magic Software Enterprises Limited. It trades on the NASDAQ. The ticker symbol is MGIC. That's M-G-I-C. It's an Israeli-based information technology company that offers proprietary app development, business process integration, and information technology outsourcing software services in Israel and internationally. It's a fancy way of saying they help you build apps. Uh, they help you integrate different processes in your business using technology, uh, and they also help you with outsourcing IT uh, using software. Uh, among their clients are Coca-Cola, uh, Thermo Fisher Scientific, and the popular audio brand Sennheiser, Sennheiser uh, based in Germany. Now, in fact, Essen Germany-based Sanha Group, uh, Europe's leading manufacturer in press pipe fitting, uh, press fit piping rather, uh, for they they build pipes for water, gas, solar, heating, cooling, sanitary applications, and other things like that. They actually use Magic Software's Industry 4.0 software to monetize their plant operations. It saved them hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, each year by cutting out errors across their supply chain and trimming down cycle time and downtime. So it wasn't necessarily an instance where they wanted to go and cut employees. They wanted to invest in technology and they looked to Magic and said, Magic, can you help us? Magic says, yes, we have this, uh, this industry 4.0 software that will help you modernize your plant using technology and automation. And, and Sandhaw Group did exactly that. And they have saved more than what they spent on the software itself. So it's kind of one of those things where you invest money to make money, they invested money, and now they're making money, and they didn't have to cut employees to do it. And Magic's business has been booming. I mean, I looked at this company with a really sharp eye, and, and I noticed that its company, say its revenue is astronomical. And what I mean by that is not so much that it's really, really high, it's just consistently growing. If you look out to 2022, Magic's total revenue is expected to grow 71% from $2.58 million in 2017 to, to $441.7 million in 2022. Their total revenue has gradually increased over the last several years, even during the coronavirus pandemic, when global IT spending actually saw a dip, as I showed you before. Magic's company, Magic Company stock has actually followed suit. Its trailing 12-month gain is 56% compared to the gain uh, of the technology consulting services sector, which is just 9.1%. Since dipping to a 52-week low of $6.28 per share during the coronavirus crash in March of 2020, Magic stock has taken off to the tune of a 179% jump in less than a year. So you know what we like to do here. We like to buy high, we like to, we like to buy high and sell higher 
We want to find stocks that are in a confirmed uptrend momentum-wise. Magic fits the bill. And analyzing its returns compared to the other IT sector stock and Magic is more than holding its own. I actually use the Vanguard Information Technology ETF, which trades as VGT, uh, which is an exchange-traded fund that invests in the stocks of companies operating across different IT sectors. And I compared its returns with uh, Magic, with MGIC. And VGT has uh, gained about 40% in the last 12 months. Magic, on the other hand, performing way better, gaining nearly 50% during the same time. It shows that Magic stock is actually doing better than most of its peers in terms of stock price growth. Now, I looked at Adam's six-factor green zone ranking system, as I do with every stock that I like to talk about. Magic Software ranks a 98 overall, meaning that only 2% of all other stock we rank are actually higher. It also means that we're strong bullish on the stock and expect it to outperform the broader market by at least three times over the next 12 months. The company ranks in the green in all six factors, but it ranks the highest in size, which it ranks in 90, and it's got because it's got a market cap of about 865.5 million. It's a good sized company and a lot of potential for strong stock growth. On quality, it ranks an 88. Magic has low debt, uh, along with strong returns on investments, assets, and equity, which gives it a strong quality score. Its momentum score is of 87. Love this. Not only does Magic have solid trailing returns, but its stock is in that confirmed uptrend that we like to see. Volatility, it scores an 85. The uptrend has come with very little in terms of downward momentum, downward movement rather. It's kind of fluctuated a bit, but those have not been sustainable. The upward trajectory has been sustained much more than any downward turn that the stock has made. All told, Magic Software continues to move higher. It offers products and information technology space that co companies continue to need, especially as those companies come out of a slower year in 2020. Uh, spending in IT is going up. Magic Software is a strong player already in the game, uh, and businesses will look to companies like Magic to upgrade their IT infrastructure or provide software solutions to modernize, modernize their businesses, much like Coca-Cola has, Sennheiser, uh, you know, Thermo Scientific, Thermo Fisher Scientific. Uh, I, they're going to do exactly what those companies do and look to Magic to say, look, we want to modernize. What can you do? Magic has this full suite of, of software for information technology. Uh, they, they can turn to for companies to sell. Uh, so now is really the time if you want to get into MGIC before the rest of Wall Street kind of sees this diamond in the rough and realizes just how strong it can be and starts piling in and jacking that price up. So you want to get in now before that happens. The price right now, uh, the price is right now for you to realize those three time, uh, the, that, that, that triple return of the broader market in the next 12 months. Now, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this as an audio podcast, head over to youtube.com. Search for Money and Markets. So you'll see our green bull and the bear logo. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you get notified each and every time we post a new video. If you want to listen to Bull and the Bear as a podcast, you can do that as well. Maybe you're watching a video. That's fine. Uh, we're on a myriad of podcast syndicators, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can actually listen to us through your smart home device. Uh, if you so choose. It's a great thing. It's very cool. Uh, and I know we have people that actually do that. And make sure you get subscribed each and every time uh, so you get alerted each and every time we release a new podcast like this, which we do twice a week. Um, uh, also, leave us a review or a comment on any of these platforms. We love your feedback. Uh, leave a comment below on YouTube or do so on your favorite podcast uh, syndicator. We'd love to hear what you have to say. 
you have a question or a particular stock that you'd like uh, you'd like us to take a look at, email us at the bull and the bear at moneymarkets.com. We'd love to do that as well. Also, head over to moneymarkets.com. Like I said from the beginning, sign up for our free daily e-letter. In it, we give you safe and sound, profitable information from people like myself, uh, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, and Adam O'Dell our chief investment strategist. Coming up on Friday, Money Markets, get, uh, we're going to have much, much more on the bull and the bear, including Charles, Adam, and I coming together and giving you three more buy recommendations as we do each and every time to close out the week. So you don't want to miss that. Three buy recommendations, one from each one of us, and that is coming up this weekend on the bull and the bear. Until then, this is Money Markets research analyst and host of the bull and the bear, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 